0: And I would like to thank you for making Locked on Hurricanes your first listen of the day. And as always, you can follow Locked on Hurricanes on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. In today's episode, folks, we will be recapping last night's win up in Montreal, taking a look at the good, the bad. You guys know the drill with that as well as taking a quick look at the Metropolitan Division and League standings. Because hockey season's back. You guys know we do that here during the regular season. So diving on into the game last night. First things first, Hurricanes win, stay undefeated. They beat the Canadiens 4-1 up in Montreal. you love to see it. But this game, while the score definitely says one thing, It was definitely not one where the Hurricanes had control of the game. It's not like where it was in the home opener or in Nashville where you could really tell that the Hurricanes were really controlling the game. This was a game where the Hurricanes really struggled. Um, Things went uh, scoreless through the first period, and then despite scoring two goals in the second, the Hurricanes were still kind of struggling. And a really big part of that was penalties. Good Lord, the Hurricanes, whoo boy, they committed some penalties to say the least. Whereas Montreal only committed one. The Hurricanes committed six penalties in the first two periods. And that was really a big issue for me of... Why they weren't able to really have the control over the game like they had in the previous two games. And Andre Svashnikov, he has got, got, got to get his stuff under control. He committed two of those penalties himself, which was a slashing and a tripping penalty. And on top of that, he also had to serve for the Hurricanes' too many men on the ice penalty so the Hurricanes have really got to get their penalties in check a lot of it was pretty careless in my opinion Rod Brennan where he said in post game you know a lot of those came from the guys trying to do too much which isn't necessarily a bad thing I agree with him there of him saying that's not necessarily a bad thing of them trying to do too, of them you know doing the work and but they're overcompensating and, and again they're doing too much, which has been a complaint of mine in the past of the team especially if you've been around for a while for the past few seasons, you know I have been very critical of them doing too much. And you know, just keep it simple. You you don't have to go do flashy con McDavid type plays. You don't have to do that. Get the job done. In the simplest and easiest way possible. And thankfully. Andrei Svechkov did make up. For his penalty. Or one of them. Uh, because heading into. The last game. He had the potential. To become just the fourth player. In 35 years. To score in his team's first three games. In back to back seasons. And the Carolina Hurricanes. Or well, not he. Not the Carolina Hurricanes. But Andrei Svechkov did that for the Carolina Hurricanes. He has obviously now scored four goals on the season. you would love to see it. And I'm really hoping you know, that trend contends of him uh, really producing offensively because that was something I really wanted to see from him this year to bounce back offensively because he he was good last year. Uh, don't get me wrong, but he definitely he felt like he took a step back in his game last year. And that could definitely be, as I said before, a tribute to just his confidence level, because it was no secret how how much he was getting called for on penalties, and I feel that was definitely affecting his game. And I hope that he can definitely get these stupid penalties under control so he can have that confidence back and be that lethal powered forward that we know he can be. But Again, he was able to break that uh, mark, and you love to see it. You absolutely do, but one thing that everyone has been talking about with this game is Koten Yemi. It was his first game back in Montreal since the whole offer sheet situation, and I predicted in yesterday's episode that he would have a great game. And he would really just break out in this game and that I thought he would end up scoring his first goal as a hurricane and his first goal of the year up there in Montreal. And what did he do? He did exactly as I predicted. I had a feeling that he would come out and he would score and that's exactly what he did. And I think with that, you really couldn't have scripted it better because... You know the fans; they were really chaining some rude stuff at him. Which this is a family show, so I won't repeat what they're saying. But you can obviously go find videos and whatnot of that in your own time if you wish. And and then, yeah, you know, just how harsh the Montreal and Canadian media has been on him ever since he came to the Hurricanes with everything that's been going on. So. I'm really excited that he was able to just kind of silence everybody up there in Montreal with what he was able to do. And that goal that he scored was really the difference maker in that game, in my opinion, because whenever, right before he scored, the Hurricanes were up two to one, but it was still definitely a game that kind of could have gone either way, really, because like I mentioned, the Hurricanes really didn't have control of the game as they had in the previous two and it really could have gone Montreal's way but with Kotanyemi scoring that really gave the Hurricanes momentum to finish out the game strong and again you could not have scripted it better and then of course there's been some fun had on social media to say the least and we'll talk about that stuff in our next segment along with Arguably, another one of the big difference makers from last night's game, Freddie Anderson. Stick around, folks. We'll talk to you right after this quick break. Now, you longtime listeners know all about the greatness of Built Bar. But if you're new here, new for the season, let me tell you all about Built Bar. Built Bar is, of course, the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. It's the best tasting protein bar on the market. And they have nine delicious original flavors, including coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, My personal favorite, Double Chocolate, Salted Caramel, Strawberry, Orange, Cookies and Cream, and German Chocolate. They also have limited time flavors that come in and out of their lineup all the time. So you got to make sure you check their website, Built.com, for that stuff to stay up to date on that. But regardless of the flavor, whether it's an original flavor or a limited time flavor, all bars are covered in 100% chocolate and are soft and easy to chew and say you've only tried one or two of those original flavors, or you want to try them all, you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of those nine flavors. And built Bars are also great for the health-conscious individual as they are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and high-fiber. So right now, go to built.com and use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your order when you use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. As we were discussing before the break, folks, the Carolina Hurricanes had a lot of fun with the Yes Spirit Cote and Yemi goal last night. Obviously, if you're on Twitter, you've seen all of this already. But I, I think it's worth mentioning because you know a lot of folks in my opinion, they I think they take this stuff a little too seriously. And the hurricanes are just having fun with this stuff. I mean, come on. And folks, you know, say it's try hard. They they're beating a dead horse and all that stuff. I in my opinion, I disagree. I think it's they're just having fun. You know, the social media, they're really building their audience and it's gaining them fans. And at the end of the day, you're also in the entertainment business, which I think a lot of bands and frankly professional sports team forget as well you are also in the entertainment business and this is getting you clicks well yes i of course find it amusing again i also realized you're in the entertainment business you got to do stuff stuff to catch people's attention and this catches people attention it gets you the headlines that you need to grow your audience and again you just look at some of the tweets from last night, you look at the uh, by the numbers tweet, you know, they said offering the stats sheet for y'all. That's obviously a callback to the offer sheet situation. And of course, they were talking about couldn't have scripted it better for uh, Koten Uh They put a picture up of Svech and KK at the draft back in 2018 because Svech was second, KK was third. They uh, tweeted, Le Hurricane's triumphant. In French, which obviously means Hurricanes one, And then probably the best one out of all of them was that link they tweeted out, didthehabslose.com. Obviously, if you click on that, it takes you to a website. And, yeah, it said yes. And it was absolutely hilarious. But... You know, and then another great thing on that was they had a 24-hour sale on Aho and Kokoyami shirts, which was really, really funny. Uh, but, yeah, fe- folks, they're just taking that way too serious, in my opinion. And, again, it's funny. And, yeah, I, I personally really enjoy that. And I enjoyed seeing all the tweets as well. Folks just need to stop taking the stuff so serious and have fun with it. But, As I also mentioned, I felt one other difference maker along with Koten Yemi's goal from last night was goaltender Frederick Anderson. He was also awarded the third star of the game as he stopped 27 of 28 shots. And with that one goal he let through was a power play goal for Montreal. But he stopped all even strength chances, which was absolutely phenomenal. And this is the Frederick Anderson Right here that we have seen in the past two games. Nashville and then in Montreal. That the Hurricanes were banking on when they signed him. They wanted this brick wall of a goalie. To be able to take them to the next level. And so far he's doing that. Obviously this is beginning of the season. This was just the Hurricanes third game of the year. So obviously we still got whole season of hockey to play of course. But again this is what the hurricanes were banking on when they signed him and it's nice to see that he's playing really well especially and really making differences in the game because it's one thing to have a goalie that's making really good saves and all that but the team out in front of him playing really good as well so he's not having to carry as much of a load But you look at last night's game, especially where the Hurricanes were really struggling, like I mentioned, to have control of that game. And then Freddie, he's making those stops. Because that game easily, easily could have gone the other way, especially with as many power play chances as the Hurricanes gave Montreal. As I mentioned, they committed six penalties in those first two periods. Thankfully, third period was alright, but... And they were able to hold Montreal to scoring on just one of those. Which is a testament to the Hurricanes' penalty kill, obviously. But Freddie has to make those stops. He's that last line of defense. And it's nice to see that he is coming out of the gate being what the Hurricanes wanted him to be. Will he get the start and on Saturday against Columbus, I do not think so. That'll obviously be something we talk about more on Saturday, of course, because we're obviously playing Columbus on Saturday. But I think that will likely be Antiranta's first start of the year. I think Freddie's earned himself a little bit of a break. He's played really good these past few games. Obviously, I didn't have the best first impression of him as a Hurricane, at least in person. In the home opener, I thought he was kind of meh. But he's really turned things around in these last two games. And I'm really excited to see how the season continues to go for him. Because the Hurricanes are an extremely, extremely talented team on paper. And so far, they're looking like a very talented team on ice. Definitely still a few little growing pains here and there. Things that need to get sorted out. But I think at the end of the day, the Hurricanes are really... They're going to jail quicker than even I initially anticipated. I think they're really they're already getting the ball rolling. There's obviously a few little things they gotta work on, of course, which we'll discuss in further episodes. But of course, dumb penalties, defensive lapses, and stuff like that, you know? Thankfully the goal goaltending has turned around again. But still a full season of hockey to go. So Fingers crossed that things hold up the way they are right now. But in conclusion from last night's game, all in all, I was pleased with that uh, game. Obviously, they really have got to get the penalties under control. But it's nice to see those top guys stepping up and making a difference. Sebastian Ajo obviously netted two goals. Fetch got one. And then Kotanyemi got the other. So it's nice to see that our top guys... playing like top guys we needed Sebastian Aho and Andre Sveshkov to be difference makers we needed uh, KK to step up to the plate quick and not make us regret that offer sheet obviously you got to overpay for an offer sheet regardless of the sport but this was a very expensive offer sheet and it's nice to see him see him getting things going early in this in the season but Three stars of the game from the NHL were obviously Freddie Anderson with the third, Andre Sveshnikov with the second, and Sebastian Ajo with the first. The Carolina Hurricanes, and they had Freddie and Ajo and then KK in there as well. So we're really liking seeing those top guys step up. But like I said, we have Columbus on Saturday. We're traveling back to the United States for that one, obviously. And I'm really thinking this is going to be a game where we see we, we see some lineup changes, honestly. I think we're going to see Auntie Ranta in that game. I'm really hoping we see Seth Jarvis in that game. I really, really am because obviously in yesterday's episode, I was very critical of them not putting him in the lineup where it's almost like they're wasting those nine game trial period games. And three have gone by now. Hopefully, we'll see him in the fourth. But we'll just have to wait and see on that come Saturday when that stuff gets announced. But again, like I mentioned at the top of the episode, regular season hockey is back. And for the past two seasons, one thing I've always done here on the show after games is take a look at the Metro Division standings. To see where the hurricanes are stacking up, and in the league standings as well, and we will be discussing all of that stuff right after this quick break, folks. BetOnline is back and better than ever with a new web interface for the start of the basketball season, and with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all of the basketball and football action this season. Head to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just remember to use that promo code locked on to receive that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. From basketball, football, postseason baseball, NHL, boxing, and UFC, Right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. It is time to take a look at the Metro Division and league standings because obviously, with last night, the Hurricanes got the win. They got a win. And you love to see that. And, of course, they are still undefeated with them winning last night. Montreal Canadiens are still winless. You love to see that. But right now in the division, the Metropolitan Division, in number one, you have the Washington Capitals, who with four games played sit at a 3-0-1 record with seven total points. The New York Rangers, with 5 games played, are sitting at 3-1-1 with 7 points. Carolina Hurricanes are in 3rd at 3-0-0 with 6. Pittsburgh is in 4th with 4 games played at 2-0-2 with 6 points. Columbus is in 5th with 4 games played, sitting at 3-1-0 and and 6 points. Philly also only played 3 games at 2-0-1 with 5 points. New Jersey in seventh with three games at 2, 1, and 0, oh, and four points. And the New York Islanders are surprisingly in last place. With four games played, they are sitting at 1, 2, and 1, and three points. Obviously, this is still very early in the season. You got teams that have only played three games, like the Hurricanes. So, this is obviously going to change as the season goes on. But it's interesting to see that the New York Islanders who are a team that was favored for the Metro Division, favored for the Eastern Conference, sitting in 8th place right now. And with actually games played, it's not like, oh, they haven't played yet and they're in last place. No, they've played and they've they've yeah, it, it's it's really weird to see that. Obviously, I expect that to change for sure because then you look over at the Atlantic Division. You know you have the Buffalo Sabers who are undefeated. They're at three 3-0 zero and 0 and six points right now. Florida Panthers are undefeated. Obviously they're a much better team than Buffalo, but you know it, it's it's really weird to see uh, this stuff early on in the season. Again, like Buffalo in second, Detroit in third in the Atlantic, Tampa down in sixth, and then. Yeah, you just look around the league. It's weird to see how things are early on in the season. Montreal is obviously in last place in their division and the league. Yeah, Vegas in last in their division. And then, no surprise, Chicago is in last in theirs. Arizona is not last. But, you know, you look over to the league. The Carolina Hurricanes are sitting at sixth place in the NHL right now with their record. Florida is in first. Then Edmonton, Washington, New York Rangers, St. Louis, us, San Jose, Minnesota, Buffalo, and Pittsburgh are your top 10 right now. Montreal, again, Stanley Cup finalist in last place. But if the playoffs were to start today, which they obviously won't, <laughs> the Carolina Hurricanes would have that third seed in the Metro Division. And both participants of the Stanley Cup final would not be in the playoffs. With Tampa sitting at 10th or at 7th in the East and Montreal at 10th in the East. So it, it's really, like I said, it's really interesting to see how things look early on in the season when very minimal games are played. Team may get off to a rough start, but they obviously pick it up later on, which is definitely going to happen with some of these teams. You look at a team, you know. Like I mentioned, like Tampa, New New York Islanders, Boston, Toronto, these other teams, they're going to pick things up. And then as much as we are all loving seeing Buffalo do good, they're inevitably going to fall off. It it sucks, it really does, but like they're going to fall off and then we're likely going to see one of the normal teams pop back up in there. Vegas is another team that's going to turn things around. Colorado as well. They're going to turn things around, and they're going to be back in their usual top three or so spots in their respective divisions. So we'll obviously keep an eye on that stuff as things go throughout the season. We've done that for the past two seasons, and it's not going to change in the third season as well. But as I mentioned, the Carolina Hurricanes are returning to ...to the United States and looking to take on the Columbus Blue Jackets on Saturday. The Hurricanes are obviously looking to stay undefeated and it's going to be interesting to see how that game goes. Obviously, I'm predicting on Toronto will start in that game. Seth Jarvis will be in the lineup, but we'll just have to wait and see on that stuff. And we will talk about all that stuff in the next episode tomorrow on Saturday, obviously, But until then, I want to thank you for making Carolina Hurricanes your first lesson. And now go make Locked on Fantasy Hockey your second lesson. And after you do that, make sure you follow Locked on Hurricanes on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes. Follow myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And to any of you that are going to the Slipknot Show tonight in Raleigh, enjoy. And I'll see you there. You guys have a great rest of your day, and I will talk to you tomorrow.